radio. Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show. John Tanner, Ryan Rogers, DJ Jeremiah. We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like, bruh. We in the field, we in the field, bruh. We in the field, we in the field. Just put it in work, we raising the bar. Tuned in to the track stars. Right now you listening to the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and Jeremiah. I see you, boy. Hold it down. Yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, this episode is sponsored by the Track Stars Investment Group. If you're not on, you're not on. So make sure you check out Trackstars Investment Group, guys. We are into the business of drop shipping, trading Forex, Weeble stocks, and we're going to be talking about real estate really soon. So you want to make sure you join the Trackstars Investment Group. We have found a way to make money off of non-traditional income, multiple streams of income. You need this in your life. This is the way for you to make your stimulus check instead of waiting on the government to give you one. So make sure you hit us up. Contact us at trackstars.com. <laughs> To learn more about the Track Stars Investment Group, let's go. All right, how's everybody doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome! Uh, back for another Saturday, man. We appreciate every single one of you guys who comes and hangs out with us every Saturday. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, let's get into it, man. Um, so I'm gonna have to let Jeremiah intro this because I did not see any of this. Um, it's mm-hmm. spicy. It's real spicy. So it's maybe the last show we do. So yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's spicy. It's All right. So let's go, All Jeremiah. Right. All right, so what happened was our little brothers, the crew, shout out to Jay. His birthday was um, this past week from the crew. Um, if y'all don't know, the, well, y'all watch Jay. Yeah, yeah they're like okay. 10 years like 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, I mean, they, they uh, are little they, brothers. They, 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 little bros. Bros. they don't need yeah, us. Yeah. They, they call us big bro. You we, it's just like how we do with Wado. When we see Wado, yo, That's big, big bro. bro. That's yeah. big bro. Big All bro. right, so anyway. Um, for his birthday, he tweeted out, hey, y'all know how we get down. So who wanted to start beef on my birthday? We will cover it. One free CH beef cover today only, right? He had some comments. Jared Sanders said something. Some other people said something about block. But what came across that was very, very interesting was a young lady named um, Murray Sequana. Um, and she wrote, you can ask the higher ups. When when they'll let a Christian LGBT rapper in the club, right? So we got all these different responses under her, under her. Um, what's the name? Which people was like, wait, 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 hold up, how is this possible? Um, yeah, one uh, one guy say, um, if we want to be technical, um, wait, hold on a second. If you want to be technical, Jackie Hill Perry's already a LGBT CHH rapper by technical definition. But I'm assuming you're specifically meaning a gay affirming Christian hip hop rapper. And she said yes. She said, um, so God went back and forth for us. So I haven't heard your music. Uh, I definitely check it out, honestly. But I'll say the big two things it would depend on are one, if you want the title CHH, um, he says some names are gay and were, were CHH, but no longer with the label CHH. But it sounds like you do want the label. She said, well, I appreciate you being. Um, being to check out my music, I have a song called Confessions, which addressed this subject specifically and openly. I've honestly been hurt a lot from CHH in recent years, and I'm not really desiring of the label so much as just having the conversation. So what it sounds like is she wants to be a, a hip-hop Christian, what I call HAC, meaning basically like I'm a Christian that do hip-hop. 
but she is LGBT. So I guess the question is, <clears throat> well, we can't. You want me to? You want me to ruin the surprise, Sean, and just say what you said, or do you want to oh, ease it into doesn't that? Makes sense. Okay. Is so, um, so I, I believe what she wants is, would y'all accept me? Because her music is basically like, I would say her music is probably like, um, I don't say look crazy, but just like those people who were rap about everything, but also are Christian, but she's LGBT. So I think that's the the question is like when she was asking was like would y'all let 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 me in into this genre let me into this community. So one of the questions we we throwing around was was is CHH ready to be inclusive? All right. So <laughs> topic is frustrating to me uh, personally because um, this this is this is a really uh, aggravating topic. I, I am, I have a lot of friends who have gone through this journey of Christian, uh, I have these feelings or I, I feel like God made me a certain way and they fight, 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 fight. And then they say, well, God must've made it this way on purpose. And then they become affirming. Right. Yeah. And watching that over and over and over again. It's, it's really painful to see how hurt they are by the church during this process. So I'm trying to balance saying truthful things with also not just being dismissive. You know what I mean? And that's really, yeah. really hard because I know yeah. the people we're talking about aren't evil people. They're not people yeah. who are are anything negative at all. These are people who try you know these aren't people like oh i don't care I'm, I'm i'm gay and i don't care what y'all think no these are people like no i've spent years of my life trying to do it the way everybody says i should and yeah. it's not working right so i keep i keep that in the back of my mind when we talk about this so the problem i see when even considering this right i don't know who the higher ups are she's referring to um but chh to me is no longer a Christian genre. It has turned into just a genre that is branded as Christian. Mm. And because of that, it seems a little weird to say, well, we let all this other stuff slide, but definitely not this one, right? When the real answer is, why have we let any of this crap slide? Why do, why? And, and do we even have, does anybody even have the power to control that? Who has the power to actually control, oh, this artist is okay and that artist is not okay? How do you even do that without well, sounding like a complete jerk? That's the thing. I think they're talking, I think when she talks about the higher up, I think she's talking about platforms that would play her music. Like yeah. we might be a higher up, Rapzilla might be a higher up, yeah. Jam the Hype might be a higher up, the crew might be a higher up. Um, Eminem uh, Radio might be a higher up, Ruslan. 520 Collective, Ruslan, you name it. And so I think that's what she's referring to. She's saying, with my brothers and sisters in Christ, actually um, play my music, right? Promote my music. And that's the question. But But when you say that we've let everything else slide, that's where I'm just like, I don't know. But let me preface this. Let me say this first, right? I'm a person that doesn't have many vices in life. And I thank God for that. I thank God that I don't have many, many thorns in my side, right? Um, I've never had 
to deal with alcohol or abuse of any type of drug or substance. I've never had to deal with um, like a pornography addiction uh, or ongoing anything like that. I've never had to deal with, you know, being attracted to the opposite sex. So I don't have many vices. I would say the opposite sex. Yeah, the opposite. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, same sex. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> being attracted to the opposite, being attracted to the same sex or whatever. That's what I'm saying. And so um, I speak from a person that comes from a place where it's like I have my time with God, my relationship with God, and we're cool, right? I don't know what it's like to have that um, that fight against what God, what we, what we say wow. we want versus what God wants. Let me so tell you why me, that's. Let me tell you why that's not fair. Because what you're doing is you're minimizing the sins that you do deal with as less than the sins that they're dealing with. Because you do deal with sins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know. mean, I got road rage like a mug, so that's crazy. I mean, so, that, but that's, that's probably... But that's, that's, that's <laughs> basically saying that that sin is less of a sin than what they're dealing with. Well, here's the thing, right? I'm not saying that it's a sin that it's, it's less than, but it's a sin that I've repented of. But you right. still do. You see what I'm saying? So it's like you could say you repent of something, but if right, it's but I don't do it, your life. but I don't get behind. I didn't get behind the wheel last night going out saying, who am I going to beat my horn at? You see what I'm saying? Like it wasn't it's not an intentional sin. I don't intentionally go out looking to have road rage. I just for me, it's a defense mechanism. Right. Um, for me, it's you can say whatever you want, you know, have any kind of emotion behind a piece of glass. It's, does it make sense? Is it right? No, it's not right. Um, and I and I work on that all the time. Um, and so my thing is, I'm repentant of that sin when it, when I do let it get out of hand, and then I'm also not intentionally living for that sin or through that sin. That's what I'm saying. So my thing is, when I go to God in my my prayer closet and I ask for forgiveness of my sins, my transgressions, my iniquities, and anything I've done wrong intentionally or unintentionally, I'm 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 saying, God, I'm laying it all on the line. This is me and all my shame and all my dirt right now that I can think of, God, that I can think of. But I'm not intentionally going out tomorrow to live in sin. So uh, let me ask y'all this: Do y'all think, like, okay, so in and 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 I would say I I kind of want to I don't want to label one 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 genre of music, but I think people have always say when you go to different Christian events, I would say that, and and you go and you see it and you like oh snap such and such it looks like he may be homosexual, but nobody like questions them because they may be doing they may have a dope album or they may have a whatever you know what I'm saying. Do you think, and I'm not talking about in our space. I'm okay, I'm about general. to say. <laughs> I was just saying Christian. I think, yeah. do you think, do you think people look, love their talent so much that they don't speak to them and say anything to them to make them quote unquote, stop. You get no, what I'm saying? Like, I think it's leadership. Well, it, I think it's leadership. It takes, it takes leadership, mentorship and discipleship for somebody to say, you can't go out and do this. I've seen it happen in my church. I've seen people who live in sin and they do something and it's in front of the church and they get pulled. And me, you can't be mm. in the choir, bro. You can't do that. You can't be mm. doing this and doing that. And yeah, I mean, so, I've seen so many people sat down in my church alone because of the things that they've done in the dark that have come to light. So I think it's the person behind you saying, like, like Kanye said this, Kanye's like, I had a lot of people around me 
who, when I first became a Christian, didn't tell me that what I was doing was against God, or they were afraid to tell me that. And I think it's leadership that's afraid, even labels, let's say a Christian label allows a, uh, a artist to go out there knowing he lives a certain lifestyle. And you're not saying, hey, your music is dope, but you can't go out there like this. I think I think we're losing this battle against um, homosexuality. I think we're losing. I would say so, but because we're because what people keep on asking us to do is normalize it with the church. That's all. That's all. That's what this person is asking to normalize it. Right. Don't fight against it, but accept it. And I think that we get so close to letting that happen. And we've had so many instances where that has happened, where we have churches now saying that, you know, I'm LGBT friendly meaning that we accept it and it's a lifestyle that you can live if you want to worship here that's where we have lost that that's that's, so that's not that's not what i mean i mean i think we're losing because we're losing the messaging battle um here here's the deal friends that i know that have dealt with this um they're being told to run to a group that seems to hate them when they're being courted by a group who seems to love them that's a really mm-hmm. hard position to put somebody in where Christians are the ones you're supposed to be a part of. And anytime they talk about you, they talk about you with disgust and disdain yeah, and true. lack of understanding. But then this whole other group that's gaining in popularity talks about you like you you are exactly who you're supposed to be. You're loved. We love you. We accept you. So for that person to have to choose between the people who seem to hate them and the people who seem to love them, that just seems like a hard choice to tell them, yeah, go to with the people who hate them. So I think we're messing this up in some way. Either we move too far and we start to accept it as normal and, and acceptable by God, or we move too far and we make people feel uh, hated and rejected. We're doing something wrong, and I think we're losing really bad. Um, this, to me, is just a sign that we've already lost this battle against sin and CHH. The fact that this has come up as something like, hey, what do you guys think? That means we've we've already let way too much stuff slide for a long time, which means it takes it to me out of this is not a church program anymore. This is not a ministry anymore because we know and Ryan, you know, several artists that don't live up to any kind of godly standard and they still get played. They still get invited out to shows. They still do all kinds of stuff. You can act like you don't know who they are. That's fine. But no, 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 no. <laughs> but, but here's, here's what I'll say. No, I'll say that I know those artists exist, but they have repentant hearts. You don't know that. And I'm telling you this. I've had, I've had artists tell me, hey, bro, I'm dealing with this. Can you pray with me on this? And I'm like, yeah, definitely. But it, And it's a vice. They tell me it's this is a vice of mine, right? But they're repentant of it, and they feel ashamed of it, and they feel guilt when they do it. And, and then go to Christ and try to, you know, display his message. So, I'm telling you that people know that that's what you need to hear to keep playing them on the radio. No, I I, I would say it's in their hearts. I would no, say it's I'm, in their hearts. I'm telling you for a fact. That's what's happening. People know that there's a Christian industry that they need to conform with to get support. But when they buy themselves... They do not care about some of this. Well, stuff. here's the thing: within their their issue is deeper than they even know because the, their issue should be I shouldn't be doing this on God's platform if I'm not 100 percent selling out to God. That would be that would be the big issue. No, that's not the issue. The, the issue, issue is they don't agree that the things that they pretend to care about with you are even issues at all. They only oh they need to read their Bible to care 
because they know you care. That's that's what I'm talking about. They need to study. There's there's Uh, tons of artists that feel that way about cursing, drinking, a a ton of stuff. So, Sean, are you ready to expose what you say? Are we deep enough for you to say what you said earlier? I, I, well, I kind of already said it. I think that the CHH thing has gone off the rails. It's, it's not mm-hmm. what it was intended to be. This was supposed to be a ministry, right? It was supposed to be yeah. getting God's message to God's people. Because we have intentionally turned it into a business, we have been naturally forced to say, oh, okay, well, so-and-so is doing really well, so we're going to support so-and-so because they're doing really well. And we don't know or care how they're doing. We don't know or care if what they're saying is true. So, okay, prime example. It's almost impossible to know some of the stuff that people are doing, but we literally do not care. We only prop up the people who are doing well. That's how this thing is constructed. I have a question then. Okay, so I use Lecrae as an example. I saw his interview with The Breakfast Club, and he talked about, he's like, I was going through depression. I was getting, I was drinking. I was blah, blah, blah. I was doing this. I was doing that. And then I had to come back and the Lord brought me back in that time. So my question is in that time, like I'm asking myself when I'm hearing all this, I'm like, so I wonder what time was this? Is it doing like the anomaly time? Is this doing these church clothes? Like blah, blah, blah. And the reason I'm asking you that is because are you saying something, using him as an example, if he was doing all those things, if he was basically, he, he said it, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like making things up. He's saying this on an interview us who, who follow him and who are like, yo, when, when was this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, when, when what was going on? Were we wrong for supporting him on times like that? If he, if what he was saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was saying some heavy stuff in the, that interview because he had to get back to, I mean, because of course he was going through a depression of how they was treating him, um, responding to the whole Black Lives Matter thing. And this is like, this is when, like, before all this, what we're talking about now, what we're dealing with now, we're talking about with with um, uh, Trayvon Martin, with um, all those cases in the early 2010s or mid 2010s, that he was going through that and he was saying, "Hey, man, we 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 gotta we gotta," you know what I'm saying? He was really versus the concern for African American men and women, and and people were just turning their backs on him. So my question is, would we would have support somebody on his level? If we found out all the stuff he said he was dealing with during his depression, he was doing, yeah. would you be like, y'all, I'm good? No, so, you would support because that's his repentance season, right? He talked about that. It was a oh, season but, for him. But would you support him when it wasn't repentance? You got to do it before you repent. Well, yeah. I don't necessarily know if I. So, in, in the sense, when he talked about it, it sounded more like um, a uh, coping mechanism, right? Like this is what I'm just doing to cope. Like this, it's I'm I'm sick right now. Like I I see sin, intentional sin, as going out to a party, taking it from some, taking the, the drugs from somebody, that's taking what, it, what, you know, that's drinking what some and partying. Admitting to intentionally going and and running away from God. Right, and I see that being like, um, I see that being like, a, I don't care situation, right? Like we know people. Who yeah. leave youth group and they like yo? I'm gonna go out here. I'm gonna smash so, these women. So, I'm so during drink, that time, I'm smoking. During I'm that time, are you playing their stuff? That's what Jeremiah's asking you. 
if we know about it, no. I mean, like, look, listen, we know a lot of Christian hip hop artists that have left the genre. And I actually just unfollowed an artist the other day who's Christian hip hop, who used to be Christian hip hop, and was smoking weed on his uh, Instagram. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to unfollow him. I just, <laughs> no, so, but I, so I, here's, I think here's my question. Here's my question. What is this agreed upon rule that we have? Is the rule you can be in sin as long as you don't let us know about it? No, you got to be trying to live for God. You got to be you got to be you making to, an effort. You need to make us believe that you're no. trying to live for God. No. How do we you, how do you know if they're lying or not? We won't know because that's their prayer closet. We right. can't so get into let that. Me go back. Them. Let me go back. The rule is as long as we believe you're living for God, you're good. Is that is that what we're saying? And as long and as soon as you start to sound that's like That's what we believe about the pastor until he does his thing. Yeah. So your answer is yes. So yeah. until you reveal that the sin you've always been doing is now public and acceptable, that's when your support goes away. So you could do the same exact sins as long as you don't let us know about it. Is that what is that what it is? Man, this sounds like a very difficult math problem. Um like I think I think the thing is, but one thing about using LaCroix again is we don't know mm-hmm. who his counseling was during that time. So he could have been in something where he's like, I'm getting counseled, but this is just so much. Like I'm thinking like, okay, right, Lecrae's in a good spot right now. Lecrae could post something and in his comments right now, somebody is still saying, yo, you know you're a sellout, right? Like still say, I mean, he said that to us in the interview. Like when you guys interviewed him, he's saying, I'll write something. I can say my day is a great day. God is good. And somebody would still say something negative. The king so I'm compromise. Yeah. So <laughs> I think my thing is we don't know what's going on in the circle, but I think the question is, like in that time frame when he was talking, like I said, it's on a breakfast club. You can go watch it, the, the interview yourself. When he's saying what he's saying, I'm like, wow, what's this going on during these times? Like, like, wow, that's crazy. I, I, I hated that he went through that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, I, I, I understand what you're saying, Ryan, about repentance and like turning away. But when you're in it and you feeling depressed, you don't know what you would do when you're in a depressed, depressed mode. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and, and just kind of bring this all the way back, though. I think, I think the dangers of Christian hip hop being um, so like how it used to be when you didn't know nothing, like not, not, not know nothing, but like when you had to fake it till you make it kind of thing. And when I mean fake it till you make it, meaning like, 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 like people was faking it and then you realize like, oh, wow. Versus now, I feel like more people are just like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what we're we're, we're, we're dealing with. Because we came in an era, our show came in an era when it was almost fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if, if you're living in sin, if you're sleeping with your girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, you know, you chilling with homeboy, the rapper. And y'all, y'all like, you walk in his house and you see his girl there. And you're like, yo, what's, is your, y'all living together? And it's like, nah, man, she just staying over, blah, 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 blah. Now is you walk in his house and he like, and you see her and, and then she living there. You're like, yo, y'all living together? Like, yeah, it is what it is, man. You know, blah, 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 you know what I mean? So I think it's like, are we like just more lenient? How we become more lenient in CHH? That, that's, that's, that's my entire point. We've gotten to the point where we've, and that's what I'm saying, Ryan, you know, there's people who, Fit my description perfectly that you support. So, <laughs> what dang, I'm, dang. What I'm, I'm saying sitting is, here with the blank head, and you like got all the folks on the list. 
So what I'm what I'm saying is is that it. I think this has already failed. I think to to, to all of a sudden be like, oh, this is the this is wrong. Like really. You know all the stuff that we've let slide all this time? But you we, keep saying letting slide. But my thing is, if it's a sin, okay, we know our brothers and sisters in Christ that have sinned in this genre, right? That have openly talked about their sins and things of that nature. Um, sinned. Sin. Sin. Send. Sin. Sin. So listen. Present tense. I don't call it. I If I'm not in your prayer closet and I don't know what you're doing, if you've told me you've That's done so, it and you repented for it, I don't know that you haven't stopped. So, so back to what I'm saying. The rule is you can do it. Just don't let us know. No. Once no, you let us know, that makes no, it bad. Is that no, what we're saying? No. No. It's it's when you when you confess it to your brother and sister in Christ, we're to hold you accountable to it. So my thing is when the person told me that they were dealing with that, I was like, yo, bro, I'm praying for you. Like, yeah, you know, he's like, man, I'm on stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people and I'm doing this and I'm doing that in closed doors. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that you're now that you told me that, you know, how can I pray for you and help hold you accountable? Because you don't want this spirit mixing in with the message when you're trying to hear God talk to his people, when you're trying to hear God. I think we've lost the thread. We've lost the thread on this. I think fans would be surprised to know how many of the artists they love don't live the way they think they live. And um, we have been, and the people behind the scenes know, and we have, of course, not said anything about it and just kind of kept it going. And it is now a little too late to be like, oh, well, now now we got to start tightening up on this because it's because of this stuff. We we've, we've we've failed a long time ago. If if the goal of this is to be a ministry like a like from a church that is supposed to be reflecting the heart of God and keeping people accountable, we have stopped doing that a long time ago. But I think a I almost think ago. it's just a CHH thing. I think it's a whole Christian music thing. I mean, and 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 I use this as an example um when people come out in the CCM world, they they really kick them out. Like they don't play with them. They don't, you don't see them on shows together no more. So I remember a, a woman came out and I didn't hear her in CCM no more. Or somebody came out as an atheist. They like, we kind of done with you. Same Let's thing in use... gospel. When T, when Tone came out, when people was found out about Tone, I didn't see Tone on nothing else no more. Let's use John Chris, for example, right? John, this, the information about him came out, right? We all were like, oh, wow. But then what happened? He immediately went to rehab for that. See what I'm saying? So if he comes out of rehab, is is that enough for us to say, oh, we can support his uh, comedic ministry again because he went to rehab and he asked for forgiveness? And it sounds like it is for you. He repented. No, I I, I, sure like I personally I personally didn't know who John Chris was until all this situation came out. I knew that he had done some music with some Christian hip hop artists, but I didn't know anything else about him other than that. And but so I, when I, I heard about this, I was like, yeah. oh snap. But I think that's a difference between what we're talking about, though. I think when you, I think a repentance to me, for some people is different. You know what I mean? I I remember some some folks saying, "Hey, I can't listen to this dude no more." I say, "Well, he changed his life. Things change. He messed up. He he got right. Everything good. I can't. Nope." And I'm like, "Oh snap!" Like even if he changed, like, nope, I can't listen to him no more because that's he, crazy. He, he was he 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 was. He was X, Y, Z, and, and he led us astray. And I was like, but that means you he might lead you astray. It's just, like, it yeah. just like he changed. He he fell. He got back up. He he said he was wrong. He repented. He turned away. 
and you you won't give him a second chance? Nope. I'm like, wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. I think I think um we we are not qualified. CHH is not qualified to handle this problem. This is what I'm trying to say. We don't have any moral standing to tackle this problem. It's it's too late for that. So we don't when have you you think, qualified. You think, you, I think you think us as word. a culture, CHH culture doesn't have rules, not qualified parameters. Like okay, if you this this this, you can't be CHH. That's what we're saying. I'm saying that there is nothing like that. There are no rules. There are no. Should it be? I'm saying that if there's rules now, it's gonna it's come off late. the wrong way. Yeah. Wait a minute, but don't we have rules in this? Like, if you no. cuss, you're not a Christian hip hop artist. That's not true. We've had people on our show to cuss. We've we've played music of people where they cuss on their album. We have no we have no standing in this whatsoever. This this is a bad time for this to come up because. So then you're no not a Christian hip hop artist if you denounce Christ. Is that what it is? Like, or if you just. Like we know artists, we can name a handful of artists that have left the genre because they've gone to live in the world and they're they're comfortable in their sin. To me, then then that makes it just a genre that you can leave and come in whenever you feel like. This is not. You can't come back to it. Yes, you can. You just. I don't know anybody that came back to it. If somebody said, "Hey, I was made a mistake, and now I'm a Christian hip hop artist again," you want to let them back? The examples in the back of my head have not come back yet. But they can. You said they can. They can. I mean, they if they if they decide to. I think that there's so, a conversation so that you have is, with them. my point is that it's just a genre that you can leave and come back to whenever you feel like. It's not a ministry. It's not uh, that ministry part of it is gone. That's we we. So then, it. basically, what we say is, you basically what we so this so then basically she's right because if all you want to do is say I'm a Christian uh, and I do hip hop and I, I call myself CHH because then think about all the people that. think about all the people who say I'm a Christian I'm still a mm-hmm. Christian I just don't want to be in CHH. They get banned. Yeah. So it's not based yeah. on sin or the life you live. It's just based on whether you whether you pledge or you don't pledge. Here's a question. Do you think you think people will ban Chance if he tried to come in this in his community? Based Ryan, off his Ryan Woods. His... I told you I already don't see him as a Christian hip hop artist to the sense that we, we could play him on our show. We no, don't play I'm, him on our show. Yeah, but what I'm saying is for somebody that's that's saying like when you look in public, you ask a, a good example, Double XL. Like, who's your favorite Christian rapper? Right? Some people say Kanye. Some some were saying Lecrae, but majority of these people are saying Chance. So that's what I'm saying. So if Chance ever realized this is a community over here, and he's like, "Yo, I want to be a part of that." So would, would y'all be like, "Nope, no, nah, you got stop cursing." I would say you, that you are, no matter what you think, I have no authority over that decision. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I I, that's good. I I have nothing to do with that. That's good. I but think some our show, it, it our is, show is I, our show. Like we're not yeah. responsible for this whole thing. So yeah. that I think that's the confusion is people see us as that. That's not. I I I am not thinking about CHH on a daily basis. I'm yeah. thinking about how to the people we have influence over. How can we help them grow to become b- better Christians? That's it. That's all I care yeah. about. I don't care about CHH. So the point is, is that whether CHH uh, does this or that, that's that's somebody else to worry about. What I care about is are Christians who have visions and purposes that they believe they can influence culture. Are they growing the way God wants them to grow or not? And that's what we still do with CHH. That's that's to do with Christians and their walks 
and their purposes. That's it. But we still do this show to be accountability partners to our brothers and sisters. So yeah, any brother sense, and sister, any yeah, genre, any yeah. In talent. a sense, we we are still a part of the CHH community. Of course, but I I'm not a I'm not I don't consider myself to be a gatekeeper in CHH to decide. No, this person is in. This person is not in. But honestly, there are people in our in our space that act like talking about the young lady that asked that question that will keep her out. That will be like, we ain't playing that girl music. Well, nope. nobody's going to play her music. That's probably agreed upon. Why, why would you say that? Because I think the the heads of these brands are at the point right now where they're like, OK, I got to be responsible for the ministry God gave me, the platform God gave me. If there's something that, uh, that brings me to conviction, it's not going to get put out on my on my and platform. We haven't been we haven't been doing. That. Yeah, we've been we, we, we've been. Then that means we're false. Every media. in this nah, genre but, what, is false. but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is we have what more than 11 writers for trackstars.com. So we don't necessarily know every artist that they put up. So, so what if no, they, what, what if I'm they not talking about them. You gonna tell them to take it down? General. All I'm saying, well, I mean, we got a questionable person that wrote, you know, that we had an Instagram post for, and I had to go through it and like really, really vet it and say, oh, okay, this is all right, whatever. But at the same time, I think that um, the bigger responsibility that we have for people is to make sure that. Uh, we are being responsible and and doing this the way God has told us to do it, you know. But but what I know from having conversations with Chad Horton and and Derek Holm and um, other uh, other you know platforms like ours, I know that they're not going to let certain things go either. And so I'm we try to catch as much yeah. as we can, you know. We try, but we don't get everybody. We don't catch everything. But I'll say this, and and I'll be real. I think sometimes. And I started seeing this over the years. Um, I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. we are looking at talent over people's lifestyle. And that's in general. And it has nothing to do with if you're gay, you're straight, whatever. I do think, and I started to see this, not gonna say recently, but a couple of years, I'm like, wow, okay. Cause this person, like you said, Sean, this person could say whatever they want to say online. They could do whatever they want to do. Um, nobody checks them. They make dope music. Nobody says nothing to him. As the DJ, so, that's all on you. No, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm saying as well, I think the hypocrisy of us is, even in me, like, if I know this dude is a is talking to his wife crazy, is uh, almost to the point of beating his wife, but he makes dope music, nah. and I still play him, if I know that, then I'm wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I can't, yeah, but you don't but know I can't, that. I can't look past that and just play his music if he's dope and look at this young lady and be like, nope, because he's LGBT. You get what I mean? Anybody who's confessed anything to us, I think we've been responsible to sit them down. We've had artists on our own label that we've had to sit down for different reasons, right? So to me, we know that we know that if we catch it, we address it. But if we don't catch it, we don't know to address it. And no, I don't, I'm not talking about what amongst us. I'm talking about uh, people outside of outside of track stars. I'm talking about people that we just see and be like, we have conversations with, or we have um, like we talk amongst each other and be like, yo, homeboy, dope. He could write. She dope. Blah blah blah. And then it comes out that this. Well, here's the thing. Is- and during line for line, I never do that with the mainstream artists. Y'all do it all the time. 
So I, I don't, I don't ever I'm give anybody dope. Artists. I know. I'm, I'm saying, saying I don't ever give anybody dope Christian artist credits and not check their lifestyle first. No, but what I'm saying is, if you heard somebody, okay, prime example. Come on, Ryan. Shine. Come right, on, right, Shine. Ryan. Ryan. Come Ryan. On, real Shine. quick. Real quick, Ryan. Right, Let's say bro. today on Lion Falon Showdown, we have somebody on there <laughs> that's rapping, and and they, and they rapping like fast and they dope with it. And you like, man, that dude, I, he got my vote. He got my vote. And he ain't gonna be like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. We wait. found out he beating his <laughs> his girlfriend up. Are you gonna be like, yo, he's still dope? No. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying I think for us, we have to we have to keep the that what they say, keep the same energy. We can't be like, it's okay for this guy to Living sleep with around with a bunch of people and be shunning the young lady because she's Living saying with she's LGBT friendly. Getting drunk on the weekends. You act like I know what you're Going talking about. I, <laughs> I do not know. I do not know. We just got to be sane, man. I, I think I that's what we have know. to do. We just have to be our genre. If we have to, if we're gonna, if we're gonna say, "Hey, this is not allowed," I think, like Sean said, it's too late because we passed. Christian hip hop is almost what twenty plus years old. I think maybe. So, if if if. If that's passed, if we didn't have no 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 guidelines and no parameters, and I think the guidelines and parameters for some people is the Bible. They're like, yo, the Bible is the guidelines and parameters. But then I think we let talent override those guidelines and parameters. So when people are super talented or I like, even say talent anymore, it's celebrity. Whoever's doing yeah, that, that even that dude, doesn't matter if just, they're talented or not. Yeah. Who's doing the best? They get in the spot. All right, no, you in the I, field with the track stars, mm-hmm. Ryan Righteous, Sean Taylor, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Guys, this is Miracle from Track Stars. I wanted to make sure you guys know all about the official Track Stars universe. So, if you'd like a free Track Stars T-shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to TrackStars.com forward slash official that's trackstars.com forward slash official what's going on family hey look if you're an artist out there i know how hard it can be i i'm an artist as well and whenever you release a song you think is dope you're like man this is gonna be the one you have to go through the process of marketing that's the hard part. That's when it really, really, really gets serious, right? Because even if you got a dope song and nobody knows about it, it's going to be a flop. So if you know the process, that means you got to go to each website, follow their submission rules, email them, do whatever they need you to do one at a time. These outlets do not like to be spammed. They do not like to be put on BCC lists, uh, email spam lists. But never fear, we have come up with a way to solve this problem. We created something called the Single Maximizer. Single Maximizer allows you to... Fill in the details for your song one time, and we customize it for each outlet and send it out to all of them for you. Not in a mass email, not a spam, individual emails customized exactly what they ask for in their music submission guidelines. It's an amazing tool. We use it for ourselves and our own music, and we're trying to share it with you guys. So go to trackstars.com forward slash single maximizer. Take advantage of it right now. It's an amazing tool. Check it out. Let us know your success stories. Tell us what works. Trackstars.com. Go check it out right now. What's up? This is No Big Deal representing Middle Tennessee and Indie Tribe. You are now in the field with the Trackstars. 
It's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Entertainment Report time. Let's get it going. All right, here we go. Um, CHH News. Uh, we Two big dogs got some good placements this week. Um, and that's his song, Search, has been chosen to be the theme song for WWE's Monday Night Raw, which is the big situation. And Lecrae got a dope placement on Spider-Man Miles Morales. Moral, I said morals, huh? Morales video game. So that's some good placements, man. Shout out to them. And remember, if you are, if you get a placement, if you're a CHH artist out there and you got a, um, a placement or something, we would love to know it. And I was sharing the entertainment report. Shout out to Lexi Devine for killing that Andy Minio Jackson Polick remix. She she stood up, she stood her own, man. She killed it. So shout out to her, man. I just, I just want to give a shout out to, to her. All right, um, Letitia Wright. Starts her own production company. Um, Hollywood actress Letitia Wright has launched a new production company called 316. And she said the idea was inspired by God. 316 production is named after the popular Bible verse, John 316. She said the verse, um, yeah, the verse says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. It was a name that was pressed on my heart, she said. When I was in a dark place, God reached out to me and I kind of seen my production company in, um, in that sense. That's an issue, and it needs a little bit of saving. Talking about, I guess, where she was and also what's going on. She says it's going to be an independent um, um, independent kind of production first. You know what I'm saying? And then also, she talked about um, um, losing Chad with Bozeman, and she's just saying it, it's still kind of hard for them. So keep her lift up in prayer and, like, that whole cast, because I'm thinking of, of I'm hearing that they're going to start part two soon or thinking about doing two. So prayer for them man um another thing that happened big this week was john piper john piper has issued a blistering condemnation of president donald trump warning christian voters that the president's deadly behavior would lead to us to destruction and more cons that um, we can imagine um on thursday the influential pastor wrote a publishing um referred to as a long overdue blog post in which he pondered the implications of the 2020 election without mentioning Trump's name. Piper said he is baffled over the fact that many Christians consider the sins of unrepentant sexual immorality, boastfulness, um, vulgar rabbity, I've said that wrong, sorry, factionist, and the likes to be the only toxin for our nation while policies that endorse baby killing, sex switching, freedom limiting, and socialistic overreach are viewed as deadly. Um, Piper, who was pastor um, Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis for almost 33 years, reminded Christians that it's not a small thing to treat lightly a pattern of public behavior that leads to death. He pointed out that all these sins are mentioned in the Bible and are deadly enough to destroy people and entire nations. Did he mention so, racism? Yeah, I don't know if he said that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he probably hey, did. I almost, almost. It was good. It was a good post. It's good. He, he, know, he named some other stuff, but he he, he basically was like, we can't keep, basically he was saying, we can't keep talking about Democrats when we have somebody in office who is the opposite of God as well. So, so I don't know. Interesting. I don't know if he was trying to tell people how to vote, but I guess he was. All right, man, let's do it. Pre-order, comment section this week. Pre-order, Prophet Josiah's God made me do it. Drew Becks and K-Shaday UFO 2 how about I said that right? Too full, I guess. Um, Flame, Daybreak album, 116. Their new, um, I would say not reggaeton, but it has that vibe to it. Um, Sin, 
um, Virginia. I guess I said that right. I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, I got 2.0, 20 slash 2.0, Detail, Kill Lucy, Andy Minio, Jackson, um, Pollock, TikTok remix single, Canon and Poetics Walk It Out single. <clears throat> Cortez Valley single, um, Arrow on God single. I got DJ Lost and Found Tunnel Remix single. Ryan, you got something for us? No, man, I just want to promote uh, Nectar right now, man. Nectar is doing really well. We got new artists coming on board that are seeing um, some new things that we're doing. It's different. So if you're an artist and you already have the, the new um, setup of Nectar, go out there and tell somebody about it. We need you to uh, send us your testimonial about what you like about Nectar. Also, with the Trackstars Investment Group, things are going extremely well there, guys. We are building up a great team. We're almost to 50 on our team, so it's amazing. God is doing some awesome things. Uh, we're showing you non-traditional ways to earn revenue, and that's something that I think everybody needs to see during this COVID-19 season. Um, we talked about this uh, not too long ago on the show but this could go on for years you know this social distancing and people working from home or being laid off and another wave of, of shutdowns may come later so look for other ways to to secure your your finances and you can do that with the track stars investment group uh, i am here to personally teach you and show you how to trade and be successful in the forex market this is something that everybody's doing everybody invests so if you don't have a house if you don't have uh, a 401k you're not investing but you should be investing right now. So make sure you go out and do that, all right? Real quick, um, also shout out to D1. He is getting an award by the N NAACP called the Power of Influence Award. Um, so shout out to him for that, man. Hey, man. Dope. All right, so let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Reicher, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Yo, you in the field with the track stars. Now, here's a segment from my interview with Aaron Cole. To see the interview in its entirety, go to youtube.com forward slash track stars or go to trackstars.com. Let's go. And we know this is something that um, your dad, you guys, you prepared for for years. You prayed for this. Right. How hard is this? <laughs> How hard is it? Um, It's hard and it's not hard, but it's hard. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like the main reason it's hard though is because it's a lot of more more so than like the music and all that stuff like that's easy that's what you're born to yeah. do you know the gift that's that's the gift that God's giving you so like music and stuff like that that's easy I feel like it's the personal work you know the mm -hmm. inside work yeah. and keeping your heart in check yeah. as you're you know maneuvering through this industry right that's the hard part because it's mm -hmm. like you can look up and you can look back and be like dang like I am not the same I was two years ago and I didn't even notice it it's like yeah. just because I'm out here and people are telling me like oh yeah Aaron, you're so great. You're so great. You're so great. You're so great. You start to be like, I am great. I am yeah. great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's like, you got to keep people around you that's like, you know, to tell you like, not that you're not that great, but like, you know, to point to point to God and yeah, to yeah. keep yourself into humility because yeah. it's hard to be, you know, humble. Just being honest, it's hard to be humble when constantly people are telling you how great you are. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like that's the hard part of like the personal growth and keeping your heart in check wow. when it comes to, wow. you know, the industry and making music, especially wow. for God. So, so I know.
Yo, you in the field with the track stars. Now, here's a segment from my interview with 1K Few. To see the interview in its entirety, go to youtube.com forward slash track stars or go to trackstars.com. Let's go. Your thought process on this album. What what was the motivation behind this one? What was the, the theme in your mind when you were making this? Man, basically my theme is, I mean, for this one in particular, you know, the first one was, um, you know, what's understood ain't got to be explained or whatever, you know, common sense ain't common. But uh, sometimes we still got to, you know I'm saying, let it be known and, you know what I'm saying, let people see how we coming for real. So on this one, I just wanted to do that, but times 10, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And really, really be intentional on what I say when I mean really being myself and not compromising you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. for, for, for for the people who don't really get the mission you feel what I'm saying and it, it is a mission it, it, it's a mission and um, I feel like we almost it's almost accomplished you feel what I'm saying but we still got some ways to go Yeah. so um, but my main mission is just to let the world know and let everybody know that you can you, know what I'm you can represent God you can be a Christian and like still do, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. still have swag. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Still be true to who you are. Because mm-hmm. God brought all of us, like every single person in this world, you know what I'm saying, for a purpose. Like yeah. everybody, everybody in the world got a purpose. You feel what I'm saying? That's yeah. just my main goal. Like just telling everybody to find their purpose and just fulfill that and just be a light to others. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because if we keep that pattern going, Man, mm-hmm. everybody gonna be bossed up out here. Like yeah. everybody gonna be like it ain't gonna be no no hating going on. It ain't gonna be none of that. I mean, yeah. of course it ain't gonna be perfect, but I mean, if we can at least get close to it, yeah, <laughs> it'll be better than what's going on right now. Wow. Yeah. You are listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous. Hey yo, what's good? It's your boy Navy Gate, you track stars music artist, and you are in the field with the family track stars radio. Back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah was good. All right, for all things track stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please leave us a review when you download the podcast each and every Monday. We are climbing the charts with podcast music in Nigeria, Vietnam, you name it. We are doing some really great things with Apple Podcasts um, music. And so you leaving us review helps us climb the charts. So we appreciate all your support there, all right? 
All right. So um, the great thing about doing this show live, um, actually, 99% of our content is live. I just thought yeah. about that uh, earlier today where we actually have an audience watching this while we're talking. So I'm going to take advantage of that fact and try and do some like some some live reactions to some of this stuff. What we're going to be talking about now is the fall of Quibi. Right now, I know a lot of you guys are entrepreneurs, but I want to I want to hear it from you guys. How many of you guys watching live? And even if you watch later, I would still want to see the comments are entrepreneurs like you have. You feel like God gave you a vision. You're trying to accomplish it and you want to be successful that way. Right. This to me needs to be discussed because I, you know, most people think and I know I've, I've felt if I had enough money. I could be successful. If I had enough investment in this idea, I could be successful. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Quibi. All right. So keep telling me how many entrepreneurs do we have listening right now? Put it up. up. Say say, I'm an entrepreneur because I don't know what y'all react to. (laughs) Somebody say, who is Quibi? Quibi? (laughs) That's that's part of the problem we're going to be talking about today. What is Quibi? (laughs) So if you don't know what Quibi, if you don't know who or what Quibi is, this is exactly why we're doing this topic. All right, because this might blow some of your people's minds, because if you thought anything like me, then this is going to rock your center of gravity a little bit and make you rethink some of the things that you think. All right. Mm-hmm. So Quibi, Quibi is a um, digital video platform, just like a Netflix or a Disney Plus, Apple Plus, all those kind of things. Right. Yeah. So it was started by Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman. All right. Megan Whitman. Jeffrey Katzenberg was, he was the chair of Walt Disney Studios. He was also the co-founder of DreamWorks. All right. So you remember uh, he had a fallout with uh, Pixar and and um, what's his face? I, I always forget this man's name. Uh, Apple CEO. Um, help me. Apple CEO. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Fell out with him and started his own animation through the animation studio of DreamWorks. So this is that guy. This is a big guy. This big deal dude. And Meg Whitman, she was the CEO of Hewlett Packard. She was executive at Walt Disney and DreamWorks as well. And she was the CEO of eBay. Big, big, big names here, right? They were able to secure $1.8 billion to start Quibi. $1.8 billion, with a B, billion dollars. That's the amount of money they had to start Quibi. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit more. The original name of Quibi was called New TV. That's how they announced it. It was going to be called New TV. They changed it to Quibi, um, and Quibi just stands for Quick Bites. It's 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 a hint towards what their platform is about. So this was their pitch, right? So they use their history, being CEOs of these big companies, and their their success in television to raise money. Their pitch was, we're going to start a streaming platform that is 10 minutes only, 10 minute segments that you can only watch on your phone. Because remember, this is before the pandemic. Everybody was out working and going to restaurants, traveling and blah, blah, blah. So this was intended for the person on the go while you're on the subway, while you're, you know, whatever. You can watch a little 10 minute show and boom, you're done. Right. Mm-hmm. Only on your phone means it can't go. It can't be connected to your TV. Can't be connected to bigger like PlayStation setups or nothing. Phone only. Okay. It works on a tablet, but it's not designed for the tablet. But only mobile devices, right? 
So that was their pitch. And here was the here was the thing that made their thing special, right? Imagine having to sell this to investors. And I'll tell you who invested in this in a second. The pitch was because it's mobile only, you can watch a movie either in portrait mode, which is, you know, a lot of people do portrait stuff now, which is vertical, watching the show vertical, or you can do it in landscape. So you could spin the phone and the show will adapt to the position of your phone. Either you'll see the wide view like a regular movie, or when you flipped it vertically in portrait mode, it'll zone in on whatever you need to be looking at on the screen. That was their gimmick, right? So that was able, that pitch alone was able to get them $1.8 billion. And this is where the money came from. It came from Walt Disney, Comcast, AT&T, Sony Pictures, Warner Media, Viacom, E1, Lionsgate, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan Chase, Alibaba, and more and more and more. All of these big companies invested in Quibi. All right. But how did it do? You think $1.8 billion, that should get you some nice, nice engagement, should get you some nice subscribers, get you off the ground running, right? So unfortunately, of course, coronavirus happened and everybody was shut down right when they were about to launch this thing. They decided to launch it anyway in April, right? Some people say that was a mistake. Some people say it was an advantage because every other streaming platform took off. Netflix took off. YouTube benefited from it. Apple Plus benefited from it. Every other streaming platform benefited from it except them. All right. They're not the only ones. Crunchyroll and some other streaming platforms are having trouble. But the biggest problem happened to Quibi, right? Mm-hmm. So speaking of that little turn style thing, they call it turn style where you can switch the video sideways. They got sued for that. There's another company called EKO that said that they stole that from them. So they're now they're dealing with getting sued. Off to a bad start, right? Wow. So this was their pitch. 175 shows. They got all the biggest celebrities they could find. Mm-hmm. If You may disagree, but the biggest celebrities they could find, they got, I think, Liam Hensworth and Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart yeah. and, and Chrissy Teigen, and they got Steven Spielberg to agree to do some stuff for them. Um, all kinds of big names got attached to this and all their advertising was about, look at all these big names that we have doing shows for us. Right. That was their pitch. So 175 shows they were able to create before launch Four ninety nine per month with ads, seven ninety nine without ads. But when they first released it, you could get three months free mm-hmm. and you can use as much as you want. All right. So. They spent over $63 million on ads. They got 5.6 million people to sign up for the free trial. Only 8% of them stayed. Whoa. After the trial ended. Whoa. It's reported that out of, they were projected, they projected 7 million subscribers this year. They got 500,000. Hmm. And some reports say they really only got 72,000 paid subscribers. Wow. They report over a million subscribers. So there's a discrepancy here between what they say, what was reported, and some other people reported. But 8% return on the trial subscription. And now, as of, I think, this past week, they announced that they're closing it down in six months. I mean, they're closing it down, and it's only been six months. Okay. Shutting it down. $1.8 billion 
all of this marketing money, $63 million in marketing, mm-hmm. failed in six months. Why? Limitations. Why? So I I kept seeing the Quibi ads. I kept saying, what is Quibi? What is Quibi? It was all over the place. They were everywhere. And I it made me want to see it, right? But I didn't know how to get Quibi. I thought it was just something, you know, whatever, whatever. So being honest, I, I got it off Fire Stick. And um, I was annoyed because the episodes were only seven minutes long. And I was like, what is this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm sitting there. I'm intense in the episode. I'm sitting there and I'm like, what just happened? My screen just blacked out. What happened? And then I look it up and it says, you know, seven minute episodes per whatever. And I just stopped right at the first episode. I was like, this this (laughs) doesn't make any sense. This is dumb. Right. So um, the concept to me was bad. I remember calling Sean and telling him about it. And I remember somebody else who's big in television production was like, Quibi is genius. And I was like, really? No, I don't think so. And he was telling me about all the big heads behind it. He was like, you know, the person from eBay, he gave me the same spill Sean just gave y'all. And I was like, okay, but it's a dumb, it's a dumb concept. I'm just going to say it It was a dumb, dumb concept. So, um, yeah, I, I can see why it didn't last, but I thought it was cool. The fact that they got so many celebrities tied to it, but it really could have just been part of something bigger or something something else that was already done. They could have partnered with somebody for that kind of money. Maybe I would say something this. else even better. Okay. I'll okay. say this real quick. Um, I think people invest in you if they like have a serious relationship with you. Because all, honestly, I'll say this all, all these CEOs of these corporations, they, they kick it with each other. And they run dumb stuff by each other and be like, how much you want for that? How much you need? Oh, no problem. Okay, let's do this. You get what I'm saying? So I think that's one of those things when I was like, they got a billion dollars and failed in a billion dollars? Two. Two billion? You don't, that means either you were like not really thinking this out. And then plus another thing too, Here's here's another question. YouTube right now is allowing people like you can come back and watch our entire show for an hour and 10 minutes or two hours and whatever why am i watching something for seven minutes well they that's crazy remember remember the original idea was when before you have to think pre-covid everybody's moving about going to work it wouldn't have been smart it was supposed to be quick but like tiktok like Shows nah. made by celebrities. That was the whole point. No, nah. I don't so, think so. I, yeah, so, I don't think that would have worked. So I'll give you an example. I watch a lot of stuff on late night, right? Uh, Jimmy Fallon, um, Stephen Colbert, uh, Seth Meyers. I watch their closer looks, their monologues. Those are six or seven minutes, but they don't leave me on a cliffhanger for what's next. I watch <laughs> it and I move on. Yeah. But this left me on a cliffhanger because I was like, Oh boy, just got thrown off the building. I didn't even see him fall. What happened? You know what I'm saying? So if I'm if I'm on a Marta stop and I'm and I'm um trying to, you know, go from East Point to College Park, for y'all, for anybody that lives in Atlanta, you know that's really quick. That's a six, seven minute trip, maybe less. I don't wanna get off and try to be walking and figure out what happened on the cliffhanger. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make sense. Like you you go to Starbucks and you sit there. You're going to sit there for seven minutes in line and, and, and order a coffee and then just watch the episode and be like, oh, I'm going to catch the next one tomorrow or the next day. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. But now, remember, I, I think, not, I, not every show was like that, right? They had Punked. They had Chrissy Teigen's Court. They had 
they had a lot of shows that were just that was it the whole thing was in 10 minutes it wasn't well, like I, a continuation I, thing i think we're allowing um i think we're allowing society to dictate how we play the game versus because before then we used to tell the the producer would tell the consumer how to play the game versus the consumer telling the producer how to play the game if you get what yeah. i mean like yeah. for years it was always like people are still watching series they still go home and watch an ep- episode and binge watch something for a couple hours for so now you're thinking well people got low intention spans uh they're not gonna pay attention they'll pay attention to a, a, a hour show if it's good if it's written good mm-hmm. if it's if it's created good if it's very intense if it's very thought-provoking they're gonna sit down and watch it and if they if they have nothing to do on a saturday or a sunday they're gonna binge watch it so mm-hmm. for you yeah. to say seven minutes or ten minutes and that's mm-hmm. it which is very limiting of a to creative too honestly unless you record the whole thing and then just chop it up you remember when you know youtube, youtube started you can only do 15 minute videos and that was annoying I remember especially that. for us because yeah. that's not yes. what we do so we had to chop our videos up into 15 minutes so we started quibi right so we had to chop our stuff up into 15 minutes and oh, here here's this piece of it here's a part two here's part three yeah that was terrible it's yeah. annoying and i wasn't right? even the one doing the editing the technology <laughs> the technology <laughs> already exists for me to pause and come back to it later and yeah. it'll pick it up why do i need you to cut it i could cut it yeah let me tell you something technology has gotten so much better because i would prefer to binge watch a full season of something than to wait on it week to week i don't know if y'all ever remember this like i remember you know tgi fridays right y'all remember tgi like with the family matters whenever something was to be continued i was like dang i gotta wait till next friday to see that but when i watched 24 when i first watched 24 Bro, I was binge watching that. I was single, by the way. I was at like twelve episodes a night on that situation. Like that—that that was a serious situation. A night? Yeah, I remember not going to work some days just binge watching <laughs> twenty-four. Like really, oh, man? Yeah. So, you, so, so you would you would, you would catch up on seasons? That's basically yes. Yeah, you could watch yes. the whole wow. season. The oh, whole nice. season in one night, right? That's and what so, made Netflix so cool. Right, yeah. and so I remember telling Sean like I watched Money Heist. Right, me and my wife we watched Money Heist. Night after night, we watched maybe two episodes. Money Heist was great, by the way. They just announced the final season. I'm really sad about that. I think COVID is really messing up our lives in a different way, too. Um, but it was it was great because we were able to be like, oh, man, we got to stay up for the cliffhanger versus, oh, man, let's let's wait till next Friday. I remember when I first saw 24 for the first time, and y'all know every episode of 24 was a cliffhanger. I remember when my mom, was, her friends would be like, yo, I can't, I can't believe I have to wait till next Friday to see what happened. You know, and I was like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch it that way. But so it's this, very... this should be this should be what you experienced on crack, right? This is <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. this is ten minute segments that you can watch over and over. No, and no, 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 that's dumb. You know what we should it's do? Dumb. A definitive. Just when you the way you was talking, the definitive show to binge watch. That's good. Wait, oh man, it was probably twenty four. Have y'all? Is everybody seen twenty four? Because twenty four is a no, binge sir. watch. Like make no, me wanna. All right, oh. so. How do how do you think they split the money, the two billion? How do you think they spent it? Marketing probably because how much of technology saying, too? What percentage of it do you think they spent on marketing? Oh, you know what 60%. I think. You know what I think. Sixty percent. I think, I think yeah. the majority went to paying people for the content. That's exactly. what I think. Exactly. One point two. One point two billion of the two billion went to the creators. 
1.2 billion. So now, not 60%. Track stars. Barely, 40%. Barely like 10% of it went. They only spent 63 million of it on marketing. On so ads. here's a question. So so now the real question is, did it fail because of them or the celebrities that created it, the content creator? Nah, it failed because right, of them. So I have a list. A list of blame. And you tell me how this list should be ordered. All right. COVID. How much of it do you think was due to COVID? No, nope, you can't failure. complain because COVID. Because COVID, a lot of these streaming services went up when COVID went what happened. But they, of course, but they can't they blame that. Jeffrey Kassenberg said they blame it, blame it one hundred percent on COVID. Nah, it was nah, a bad concept, man. Yeah, because Netflix, concept. Netflix, Disney Plus, you know, all these other apps have gone up. Streaming apps have gone up, so yeah. you can't say it's on COVID. I, I think COVID is a very small percentage, though, because when they announced they were actually, gonna, I knew it was coming. When they announced that it was going to come in April, I was like, why? It just seemed like a bad time after that buildup to be like, now you want to put this out? When the whole purpose of it was people on the go, you need to, yeah. if you're going to put it out, you need to change it immediately to let people watch it on their TVs, allow for longer shows, yeah. make it a regular streaming service. Why would I want to, like, okay, yeah. for instance, here's an example. My wife. She loves this show called The Nod. It started out um, on uh, Gimlet Media. Remember Gimlet is the show, the, yeah. the brand that started Startup, the podcast that we love. Yeah. Gimlet Media had a show called The Nod. It was two black uh, uh, hosts that had the show. 45 minute show, typically. They went over to Quibi. So now 45 minutes condensed down to 10. She said she hated it on Quibi. The same show she loved, she hated it on Quibi because it was too short. Yeah. As soon as they got into something, it was done. Mm. So these are people that love the content before you got it, and now they hate it. Yeah. This whole concept was just terrible. So yeah. they should have immediately pivoted, let people watch it on their TVs because they're at home. Let people, because uh, she wanted to show me the show, and I had to crowd around her and be like, okay, yeah, I see it. Versus <laughs> being, able to, being able to throw it up on the TV and watch it together. Why would I want to watch something like yeah. that? Right? You can do that with Fire Stick. Okay, got but uh, you listen, probably had the best experience. Okay, thief, I did. I did. I had it on my theater screen downstairs. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, but listen, here's the problem, right? When when we were when we were working for radio, when we used to sell advertising at 107.9 in Atlanta, it was time spent listening that made the majority of the marketing dollars work, right? Yeah, time you spent need people listening. Uh, hooked. Exactly, and that's what works so good with the binge watching episodes. Because if I watch all of the Money Heist. I'm trying to find something else, which means I just gave Netflix seven uninterrupted days. They actually they're, not, they're not based on ads, so that doesn't matter. No, no, no. I know. But I'm saying the time spent listening, they're able to sell that. Like how many people are listening to your, how many people are staying on your platform for X amount of time? Because when they go and sell to other shows, they say, hey, we got people who are staying on Netflix for two to five hours a day. They may catch your content. That's so, just that's just way less important to them because I don't care how many people are watching, how much money you're gonna give me for the show. That's all I care. Well, all I'm saying is me watching me watching all of Money Heist in a two to three week span meant that me and my wife were looking for the next thing to watch, which was actually All American. And then after we finished All American, we were looking for something else. I think my wife that got keep, it that keeps you subscribed to Netflix. That's it keeps you subscribed, but it also allows you to find more content versus waiting on it week after week. All right. Because right? I here's, might just here's the next blame that I'll give. This, this to me is probably the biggest issue. 
all of their shows on launch were original content. They didn't have any show. Well, they had a few, but they didn't have any shows that were just ported from somewhere else. They they kind of repurposed some shows like Punked and like I said about yeah. the Nod, but it was all based off original content. So here's the problem: when Netflix started, I would have never cared about Netflix if they only had Netflix shows on it. I wouldn't oh, have no. cared, wouldn't have known about them. Yep. The only reason yeah. I even got into Netflix at all was because they had movies. They had movies that I wanted to see, movies that I missed in the theater, and now I get to see them on Netflix. That's the whole appeal. Once you're there, then you get into Stranger Things, and then you get into Money Heist, and then you get in, then you get into those other shows that I probably wouldn't have cared about, but I care about it because it popped up when I was watching something else. They only had, imagine if they only had original stuff. That's what Quibi is. I don't care about your, you need to have stuff that I know. Why would I watch this? I don't know these shows. Yeah. You see what I'm, 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 think, I'm thinking they're thinking like, well, on some, you know, like Ryan said, once you watch that clip, they're going to pop up two or three other shows that you may be interested in. That they Why would I even get it if I don't know any of the shows on your platform? Disney yeah. Plus exclusive oh, because they, they had mean. a bunch of movies that you already knew you liked. Star Wars, Avengers. So you're yeah. getting it because you already know what's there. Why would I sign up for something and I don't know any of the stuff on it? Yeah. They, so yeah. that goes to my next blame. Well, well they, I think I think Punk was something. Punk, but, but like nobody was watching Punk. Like that. That's an old nobody show. Was watching it punk, died yeah. for a reason. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? That was. Uh, but uh, this time they had chance too. Right? As the as the. Whole. That's my next problem. Over reliance on the celebrities they chose. I think they 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 thought that Chance the Rapper, Chrissy Teigen, the Kevin Hemsworth Hart. dude, Kevin Hart. I think they thought they had way more pull than they actually had. Nobody was willing to go get this thing because of those people. A very small amount of people. And I think they thought if we get all these celebrities on board, that that alone is going to get people to come and follow them. And they didn't. Only had like five million subscribers. Chrissy Teigen has thirty-three million subscribers on yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, not even a majority of her fans went to Quibi for her. I, I would love to know. I would love to know the um, like the listing of these platforms and how they've been doing. Because of course, like okay, prime example. I use this as an example, and I talk about this all the time. And I was trying to get Ryan and Sean into it. I don't know if they did yet, but Cobra Kai, right? Cobra Kai on, on YouTube Red, I did not watch. I saw one episode, I was like, oh, okay. And then when it got on Netflix, I rewatched it. Me and my wife watched the whole thing. That train was fire. Can't <laughs> wait for season three. So I, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm saying, like, sometimes, like, imagine if, if if um I don't know, imagine if that that heartbeat thing, that heartbeat thing, that um Kevin Hart, whatever he did, Die if hard. he put that on his um Laugh Out Loud network and it blows up. So sometimes the platform that is on, people may not want to watch it on that platform. And then when it gets to another more established platform, then it's like, oh, snap. That's Yo, possible, I, That's you know what I'm saying? So that could be something that you, that, 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 that could be a factor in it too. And, and I think another thing too, real quick, Brian. And another thing too is that just because somebody has a big platform doesn't mean that they're going to get a lot of followers on whatever people are going to, you know what I'm saying? We're hoping for that. And I've seen that happen so many times with people where they're like, hey man, such and such has this many followers, blah, 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 and, and, they, and they do something with them and they don't get what they were looking for because they didn't realize maybe that person really didn't have that much followers that you thought would attract to your That's event or website or whatever. 
I think this could have been the final test for them, right? When you have a TV show that you like watching on Netflix or anything like that, do you prefer it to be an hour or you prefer it to be 30 minutes, right? We grew up watching sitcoms that were 30 minutes, but when really good shows became an hour, you were like, oh, I get more of the episode. I remember when I was binge watching 24, I used to look at my, uh, my remote stick to make sure I had like at least 15 more minutes to go. Like before this episode ends, please give me another 15 minutes of this. This has got to work. This is, you know, he's got to defuse the bomb in the next 10 minutes. Otherwise I can't go to sleep tonight. You see what yeah. I'm saying? That's what you want when you're entertaining somebody. If I already have an hour of my time and I'm bored during that hour and I want to give it to some attention, give it to something that's going to give you, you know, that's going to soak up that hour, not just 30 minutes and then you got to go find something else. So you got a whole hour to kill. You're going to tell me that I'm going to sit up there and watch 10 minutes of one show then I'm going to find something else. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, because to Ryan's port, the, the worst part of Netflix to me is still looking for something to watch. Oh yeah, that's the that I've yeah. I've spent too much time, more time I yes. want to admit, just looking through all the little tiles. That's annoying. Yeah, they've tried to make it better by trying to show you things that you think the previews. But, but when it when I come to a platform like Netflix, I'm still looking for the hottest, freshest stuff. I'm not looking mm-hmm. for something you think I might like because I'm assuming mm-hmm. it sucks, right? So <laughs> there's nothing you can suggest to me. In a, in a thumbnail that's going to make me want to watch a thing unless I've heard somebody talk about it. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem yeah. with these shows. The other issue with Quibi, you couldn't screenshot. Most of content becomes viral because you create memes, you make uh, little gifts. You couldn't do that with Quibi. It didn't allow you to take screenshots or screen record. So none of the content, even if somebody liked the show, there's no way I would have known about it because you yeah. can't share it. That's another issue. The other problem was People said the shows were terrible. The shows, there was, they said the shows were bad. Wow. There was one called Dangerous Game that I was trying to get into. And that's Hemsworth what I'm saying. Guy. Hemsworth, yeah, it was really, the the very first seven minutes was good. And when me and my wife went to the next seven minutes, it was like, okay, that was good. But I'm not going to keep looking for this thing every night. It's, it's, it's just, like it's like throwing, you know, when you watch a YouTube video, and I, I don't, I'm saying this not knowing for sure if that happens with our videos, but oh, where, no. you know, when you watch a YouTube video and every 10 minutes there's an ad, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. And that's the yeah. feeling that this Quibi thing gives you. It's like you're interrupted every time you start to get into something. Yeah. That's that's not that's not desirable. That's annoying. And I don't think they realize yeah. that. Well, let's ask this question, and this is the question: What's the solution to this? What is what is somebody who's saying like kind of like us? I mean, we mm-hmm. have render, we have a streaming service. What would you? What would be a solution to the people who created Quibi to be like, okay, if they do something else streaming wise, what's well, the what would they should do? Well, here, here's here's the thing: they're yeah. never going to get a chance to do that again, and probably right. no one else will because of this, right? So yeah. here's here's the deal. The the two people who started it, they admitted that they're not TV like they don't watch digital content. Like the the ladies they asked her and she was like, "Well, I watched a show called Grant on History." They're not they're not in this culture. They don't mm. watch the shows that people watch. So they I don't know if they were the best candidates mm. to try and pull mm. off some revolutionary situation, mm. right? But the other problem is my wife pointed out to me earlier today you're taught in business school that a third of your budget should be marketing. Yeah. They didn't even get close to a third of their budget for marketing. They spent a majority of their budget on talent. Yeah. I bet that talent is feeling real good right about now. 
<laughs> or bad that's because they're 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 attached to the fire festival of streaming platforms. <laughs> you know what else could have helped? I mean, the first thing you do is you also look at everything, everything that works for other platforms. Like for me, I love Hulu because Hulu allows me to see a trailer of every movie before I watch it. That's important for me and my wife because we spend way too many times yeah, the going. Trailer, the trailer is the whole show. <laughs> I can't yeah, believe yeah, it. it. Yeah. But I can't believe it ended that way. Like, we should have watched the trailer to know that halfway through this movie, his head was going to get blown off and he's going to turn into an alien or some craziness, right? So we've had too many nights where we've been like, yo, we just wasted an hour and 30 minutes to get to the worst ending of a movie that I've ever seen. So Hulu has a trailer for every movie. That is dope to me, right? Also, Making sure that you buy the the added subscription where there are no commercials that is important. They have. That. I hate commercials. Yeah, they I do. That. I know. I'm saying. I, well, I'm saying in Hulu, I have that feature, right? What I'm saying. I'm is, saying that's not going to help them because they they have that. Right. Well, what I'm saying is they got to look at all the things that make other platforms successful. That's something to account but for. But most of what you said, they have. So what could they right. have done differently? They don't have trailers for everything, do they? How do you know? You never had it. What you mean? <laughs> I mean, Quippy? You never. I'll go it. download it right now. I'll go download it right now. So, so what I'm saying is, is to me the idea, the gimmick of being able to switch your phone sideways—that's stupid. Nobody cares about that. Um, the the whole 10 minute limit—that's stupid. Shouldn't have done that. Not being able to watch it on your TV—that's dumb. They shouldn't have done that. The whole idea yeah. itself was probably really cool in pitch meetings, but not cool in real life. And honestly, their name was stupid. The name just didn't sound good. When I first heard it, I was like, Quibby. There's it doesn't make you want to know more about it. Yeah. So the whole idea, their ads were not compelling at all. Their ads were mainly making fun of their name. What's you know it what it sounds me? like? Like that's, that's all their ads. Sounds like quit me. <laughs> quit so me. so quit this me. thing this thing was bad. But here's here's the fallout. Because this failed, so many people put so much money into this. This is like when the tech burst bubble, the bubble burst back in 2000. People are going to be like, well, I'm never investing in anything like this again. Because if $1.8 billion can't get it done, why would yeah. I put any more money well, into anything like this? Well, to me, I think um, I think for certain people, investing is like, hey, let me see. Let me see. Not just not trust you have, not the relationship. You have proof. Not if you have proof that it's not going to work. No, but what I'm saying is, okay, even going back to the 2000s when all those tech companies was, um, they were popping and then all of a sudden it bust. That didn't stop people from investing into other stuff from a Google to a Yahoo it's gonna be to all this other stuff. You get the, what I'm saying? the amount of yeah, people that got the money drastically reduced. And that's what's yeah. going to happen to this. You're going to have yeah. to be a big dog to get into this now. Because here's but the I, deal. Yeah. Streaming, digital streaming on demand is expensive. It's expensive. Netflix didn't make any money for a long time. Uh, Apple TV and, and di- they're not making any money yet. They have a lot of subscribers, but they're still negative. Yeah, it's expensive. You have to be in it for a long yeah. time before you start seeing your money come back. And they weren't mm-hmm. even close to making their money come back. It's an expensive yeah. venture. It's expensive yeah. to store the files. It's expensive to stream all that content out to so many people at the same time. It's expensive to acquire licenses. shows. Yeah, the whole thing is is a very expensive business. And if you can't get people in the door, it's it's not going to work. So mm-hmm. it's it's just. It's it's hard to see 1.8 billion dollars burn up in flames like that, but it went to it went somewhere. It went to whoever yeah. did you know that people who received the ad money, the creators got some money, but a lot of people are out of jobs now, and it was a 
complete failure. Six months, I think, that's a yeah. failure. I think they should have listened to more, I would say people who are into streaming or people who are- A lot of people say um, that. Like, yeah, like you, got, you got to see, I think that sometimes that's the older generation of that mentality of, I got it, I don't need no help. We 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 rich. We've done this before. We we've been success in this in this field and success in that field. So us coming together is going to be make us successful again. And it's like, no, you need to have people in your circle who know about this. So when you sit down and say, hey, to a, like to to some young, and I, I think that's another thing too, having more young people on your on your on your squad to help you think through stuff that you think may be cool, but they be like, no, that's not cool. That's not good. So, yeah. so, so to me, yeah. there's there's two lessons from this. One lesson is no matter how much money you get or you're hoping to get, that does not fix your business. If your business is bad, it's just going to be a bad business even if you get $2 billion to throw at it. It's just a bad business, right? So you have to work on the actual business that you're that you're planning to do and really be honest. Is this a good idea or not? It feels like a good idea to me, but is it viable? Are people actually going to come to this thing? You see what I'm saying? That's, that's one lesson. The other lesson is... You clearly can pitch trash to some people. This yeah. was a trash idea, and people gave two billion dollars to them. So that well, shows you if you if you have some clout and you can build yeah. some credibility, you yeah. can literally pitch trash to people, and they will give you money for it. Those so two yeah, lessons. We, we, we've gotten lessons. taken like that before. Opposite lessons, but trash can be pitched. So if you actually have something good, it is still possible to get people to give money to you. But also, just because you think you have a good idea. And you think, man, if somebody just gave me a ton of money, this thing will take off. That may not be true. This guy got, these people got $2 billion and they couldn't make it work. So think about that when you're working on your idea. Get feedback, honest feedback. Figure out where the actual money is going to come from. Not just hopes and wishes and dreams. The money has to come in. Coming from an entrepreneur. The money has to come in. You, it can't just be a dream and a fantasy. You have to make it make sense on paper. It has to be. It has to make sense in real life. And if it's not making sense, you need to rethink it. Yeah. Or bail out. Bailing yeah, out is not a bad. Them quitting is probably the best thing they did. They were able to at least save some of. They they still have three hundred million dollars left. So even though people wasted their money, they still get some of it back, right? If they would have rolled this thing into the ground. It would have been the biggest failure of all time. Probably still is. But no one to call it too. Some things, some ideas are not worth killing yourself over. But I will say one thing they did get it right was connections. Connecting. Connecting. Like when you when you have people that believe in you and you, you use that to your advantage, I would say. Because that was one of the big things to me. To get that much money means people believed in both of both of them both of those ceos had something that other people that they used to be uh friends with or work with or whatever believed in them enough to give them money for this idea yeah the 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 headline i'm going to remember the most from this whole thing is the 1.8 billion dollars the fact that they were even able to get it is is amazing it's amazing that's a lot of money it is what are you saying ryan Nah, I was going to say, don't bring me some trash ideas just because you know me. I'm not trying to invest in that. All right. Um, You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. You're in the field with the track stars, running with the track stars. Track, tracking with the track stars in the track stars universe. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
back with us. Y'all know what time it is. Ryan Righteous, DJ Jeremiah, Sean Tanner. Time it is. Y'all know what time it is. This your man Brinson God Chases Entertainment. Buckle your seat belts for line for line. Vote Christian though. Yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, this segment is sponsored by Nectar Distro. You now have an opportunity to go get your music heard on over 200 plus digital outlets. Also, some new things have happened with Nectar, so you want to make sure you go to nectardistro.com today. Sign up and check it out, all right? I I know um, I've seen Islam Falan time Islam Falan showdown 41 41 41 um, yeah Islam Falan showdown is for music submissions that we get on Trackstar shout out to Jason Bordeaux who is our music submission guy who gets the music and he um, puts them in a little file for me so when it's time to do Islam Falan showdown each month we, we get it popping if you want to be a part of that music submissions at trackstars.com um, to check it out. Also, I've seen some people in the comments um, talk about some stuff, and um, Lon Falon may not be for you. So if you want to close down and um, um, close down, <laughs> if you want to turn down. off right now, yeah, yeah. you can go ahead and do it. Close up shot. Because this is, is going to be the closest thing that people will be like, yo, what is this about? Alright, so the views and opinions of the track stars, the track stars universe are not the views and opinions of the artists, the label producer, and others. If you feel offended by this, please press stop now. If you never heard of the mainstream artists and think about checking them out, that's not the reason for this. Stop that button. We try not to do the same artists over and over. If you're a person who only listen to Christian artists and this ain't your cup of tea, man, we understand. We're not we're not judgmental. We understand where you're coming from. We got a noteworthy, a topic, interviews you can go check out. We're not copying any other battle formats. We've been doing this since the 2000s. These Christian artists are not the Christian version of anybody. It's just a bit. Hey, All right, here quick, we go. Real quick. I want to try something. Um, this may not work. I may never do this again. But if you um, let me do this. If you go to our um, the chat, let me put something in the chat. I want to try something to see if because it's starting to get a, to be a lot of y'all voting, and Demo is is losing his mind trying to keep up with all the votes. So I'm <laughs> trying to come Demo. up with I'm trying to come up with uh, solutions um, for how to handle a lot of people voting, right? So as soon as my computer lets me, I'm going to paste the link into the uh, chat where you can go to. You can sign in anonymously and vote on who you think wins. And we're going to try it. If it doesn't work, you will never see this again. All right. They um, said yes, Lord. <laughs> you will never see this again if this doesn't work. But I just want to I want to. Tr- so you keep keep. Yeah. Remember when, we, when Trey used to have the votes going at the bottom of the screen? How do we do that? Oh, yeah. We need to pray for that. I don't know. <laughs> trigger, trigger Trey, uh, man. Yo, you know, man. I kind of miss the studio, man. I do right, so, too, so man. I just pasted the link. Just go into hit that link, sign in anonymously, and I'll and you'll see how this works once we get to the first one. Oh no! Somebody was like, "Where's Alpha yet? Maybe she can help." <laughs> she is helping. 
So click click right, this. Ahead. Yeah. And if, if if it forces you to click away or something like that, then you don't have to do it. But I just want to see if it works. So anybody who has like, a, you know, a screen in front of them that they can switch off for a second. I want you to try it and then we're going to see if it if it's worth the time. <laughs> Somebody said the independent artists really be letting me down sometimes, but I got high hopes. <laughs> Honestly, these, these artists are pretty good today. It's really good, man. Oh, man. All right, you good. We're going to right, explain it going. once we get to the vote. Uh, we're going to um, start it off. We're going to start off with um, JP killed it. Hold up. Here we go. All right, that was JP killed it. Hold up. This is Travis Scott. Highest in the room. That was Travis Scott Hyatt's in the room. JP killed it. Hold up. Who y'all going with? And it looks like the link is not working. They saying you got to download an app. So I don't know. Well, do it. Yep. It's best to do it from your laptop if you can. Um, But you can do it on the app. It's an app called Mural. So again, you don't have to do this. Anybody who can get in. There's people in there already. So whoever can get in, this is how it works. Let me show you on my screen. Can y'all see this? Not yet. It's black. Mm-hmm. I'm black, y'all. I'm right, black, let me y'all. Let see I'm if I can black black. Um, But yeah, so basically, if you're in there already, just click on the name that you want uh, to vote for. That's it. All right, can y'all see it now? Okay, yeah, we see your screen, yep. All right, now you, see, see, yeah. you see this? So yeah. basically, just click on the name you want to win, and that's that's going to be your vote. So 13 people are in there already. You, oh, only, no. get, you only get one vote. I'm good. Um, and then I'll be able to see who wins from the universe. What we'll do, since this is just an experiment, is you could, if you can't get to this mural app, you can still vote on YouTube, but we'll count this as another vote. That makes sense? So just wow. for today. All right. Wow. Jesus. All right. So what you got, Ryan? Technology. Um, uh, the first guy, man, uh, Jay killed it. He did. He did a great job on that. Okay. So JP killed it. All right. I got... Um, Travis Scott. Song sound a little better to me. Travis Scott. Um, <clears throat> Jeremiah. I will say this real quick to all the people out there in the world who are artists. You got to create your own ad libs. It's too many people, and I'm not even. It's not even just Christian artists. It's too many rappers that got Travis Scott's ad libs. Too many, and I'm hearing. I'm like, why are y'all taking his ad libs? Like, it's his ad libs. Why are you taking it? Um, with that being said, I will give it to JP Killed It, but be more original with those ad libs, please. All right, let's see how 
mural did. Damo said JP online. JP so YouTube on YouTube. Let me end this voting real quick and see. JP killed it. Seven to six. All right, so that was 4-1. We're going into, uh, which now goes to round two, which makes the, the the Christian side have one on the board. They scored one, so. Sorry, wrong button. I thought it was me. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going to start off with um round two. Here we go. We're going to start off with Polo G. Go stupid. Here we go. Last you stay at the clock and before all this rap shit, I was gang banging and doing half speeds on the cops and, and I'm straight from the shop, but I ball like a king up in Cali and shoot like Stoyakovic. Keep applying that pressure, I go on the run, it ain't no letting up, ain't no stopping it. Had to tell my little brother to chill, gotta stay in the house, come outside, he be popping. You ain't heard about us, well, you need to go watch the news, know we be dropping. Shit. Got the fans on my up in the hood, cause they think I'm the one who been buying them blocks and shit. I'm just focused on music, they say my last tape was a classic, but I got some hotter shit. Might be rocking the show, or if I'm not up in the studio, I'm fucking this cash off. Don't you know Polo G's getting tired? All right, that was Polo G, Go Stupid. This is Max Mitchell, Sell My Soul. Here we go. Okay, okay, okay. okay. My life was so O'Shea. 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 Your life more like Coplay. Jesus Christ, he know me. No Since O.A. gave him glory. R.I.P. boy Kobe. Cali race for Shole. That's what Chata with Pasale saying. Oh, oh. Trust me, boy, I could have been dead. My past would have had a card up to me. I could have told y'all to go on the run ahead. That line went over a lot of heads. It's okay, though. I stayed with you. Used to pray with a witch. You couldn't pray with you. You stay in my lane. I'm a lane switcher now. Dropping the fast lane. All right, that was uh, Max Mitchell with Sell My Soul versus Polo G. Go stupid. Who y'all right. got? You can start voting in mural now. What you got, Ryan? I feel like. I feel like I want to go a toss on this, but I, I actually did think I like the Polo G song a little bit better. I like the cadence on the Polo G song. Okay. Polo G. Sean? I'm going to go um, Max on this one. Max. I liked his a little bit better. Um, I think I'm going to go with Polo G. That could be a little better. His flow is a little better than me, too. All right. So it's What's 2 up to one. Y'all? I'm about to end the voting. Y'all already been voted for you in this uh, mural thing. Yeah, somebody said that we need a toss-up button on uh, mural. But if you toss no, on toss mural, it. just don't vote again. Yeah, toss it. Just don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so ending voting. See what we got. Max Mitchell. Dang, it's been close. Five to four. All right, Max Mitchell got one. Polo G online. Oh, so Polo G... They just took it on YouTube, Polo G. So it's now 3-2 Polo G, which puts the mainstream on the board. 1-2-1. One, one. All right. So we're going to get into round three. All right. So we're going to start off with our guy, Jason Bordeaux. And his song is called Forever Free. Let's go. Can't be rocked, cause I got my spiritual weapons cocked with bulletproof vest on. Better get the best on, ready to take on any caliber shot. We're coming in heavy and hot, cause hell was coming whether you're ready or not. I know you're thinking that you the cream with the crop, leading people to a place where fire would even hot. Cause pride is the villainous thing, one down for all of us, for all human beings. Trying to be God is a devilish scheme, it's a hellish fling with a revelish theme. Giving glory to God, it's what we were called to do. He has called to you to get involved like Paul would do. He called the Gentiles and the Jews, and that's the news. I'm supposed to give to all of you, that's exactly what I'm called to do. All right, that was Jason Bordeaux, Forever Free. His joiner Lucas is ISIS. Here we go. 
Turned out just fine. And no, I don't know you for the 12th time. We do not share the same bloodline. All right, that was Jordan Lucas with ISIS versus um Jason Bordeaux forever free. Y'all going with yo. Did um did you decide who they go against or did the artist decide it? I decided. Well, honestly, my wife, shout out to Maya, she's in the tag. I gave her options and she was like, That's a better fit. I said, Okay. And she does that a lot, so. Shout out to her. I might put a black square over one of the names, but it'll still count. <laughs> um, click, click on the black square if you're trying to vote. I'm going to give it to my guy, Jason, man. I, I know what y'all are saying, and I don't care. I know y'all are saying the bias is there, but I don't care. Um, if y'all know how much Jason has evolved as an artist, um, just even not even wanting to be an artist for so long, and then answering this call, uh, I'm super proud of my guy, man. He he shot me a, a a song the other day. I wanted to feature on it. It was so dope. And then I found out that he had a giant on there, and I was like, ah, oh, bump you and your giant. But uh, but yeah, nice to uh see my boy do his thing, man. So I'm gonna go Jason Bordeaux on that. Man, Jason is getting good, and um, it's scary uh-huh. how how quickly it's happening. Yeah, it is. I don't know if Jason chose to go up against Joiner. Or did you choose that? <laughs> no, I, I told you I picked. It was a choice. Okay. He didn't tell me who to pick. He just he did tell me the part to use, though. He did say use this part. So, because honestly, anybody else, I think he would have got it. But to me, the difference here is uh, Jason's Jason's cadence was really good, but Joiner is it was just a little sharper. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and his song sounded, you know, just more radio ready. I would say, but. From what I first heard from Jason to where he is now, the fact yeah, that this is why better. I love this is why I love doing this because a lot of people believe that that uh, talent and all this kind of stuff is just you know just from birth. I do believe there's spiritual gifts for music and things like that, but you have to develop it. Yeah, that's right. True. And there's a lot of people who don't have it that if they worked on it, they could get better. And I've had to do that over the years working with people helping develop them and i've seen somebody go from not being able to write a lick to being able to to kill it right so i know it's possible so watching jason go through this has been has been inspiring for me to remind myself that you don't just you're not just good or not good you have to work on it you have to work on it so i'm but i'm gonna go join her on this one but jason is scaring me He's I'm, me. I'm anxious to see Jason perform live, yo. I, I would love to see that. You're gonna bring out the Ritz. Yes, I would love to see that. Take the glasses off, put the contacts in, throw the hat on backwards. Let's go, Jason. Let's go. <laughs> Don't take any of that what's, advice, Jason. Yeah, what, what's on um what's on um mural? Joiner Lucas. I won. Well, online on YouTube was Joiner Lucas. I'm gonna agree with um Ryan. I'm gonna go with Jason. So that was a three-two for Joiner Lucas. All right. So now it's two-one, going into round four. Okay. All right. So round four, we're gonna start it off with um, 
And we start off. All right, we'll start off. We'll start off with um, Jose. Can't get tired. Here we go. Jose. Oh, Zaze. I'm sorry. I was, I don't know. You know. All right, let's do it. Trap in the bandos back. Kept the heat on me like candle wax. I tried to be hard, started ripping my squad. Then it all changed, started ripping my gut. Yeah, still got the white teeth flow. Hey, still rockin' reeds and jabos. Yep, swag through the roof. I'm a beast, be the truth. Need proof. We the team with the juice. This the old me, lit in the new me. Ain't used to do a lot of things that the new me can't. Just looking back at it, made a new me. Thank you, ain't gotta be a saint. This is show restraint. Used to write songs trying to chase that tag. Standing in the trap trying to chase that bag. Then I got married, a couple friends got mad, but I ain't gon' fret cause it ain't that bad. All right, that was Jose with um, Can't Get Tired. This is Jack Harlow, Tyler Hero. Let's go. What y'all think? Everything that you say about me. My dogs like to play mad in the 2K. But one thing they don't do is play about me. My homeboy Tyler, he playing South Beach. He told me this summer he gonna fix my jumper. I told Boy Wonder that we might got a thumper. I've been trying to pop, now I'm on like Shumper. Now they on my bumper. Green room chock full of all my comforts. Hotel room like heaven on earth. Got angels in my bed with some all white covers. Ace Pro, Nemo, Lucy and Keith, Sloop, Clay, Tufo. And I got a few more I call my brothers. I got a lot of... All right, that was Jack Harlow with Tyler Hero. Your song. And Jose with Can't Get Tired. Who y'all going with? Yo, I, I really want to give it to Osaze and on this one. But I think I'm going to go toss. The only thing is I really like Osaze's voice. It's like a really nice instrument to that track. Yeah. But I think the the flow of um, of uh, Jack Harlow just won me over slightly. So I'm going to just go ahead and toss. Yeah, I'm going to toss this one as well. Um, I think Osaze did just as good as Jack did. Jack is um, a really good rapper, but I don't think this song sounded that special to me. So... Yeah. Go with a toss. Um, I'm gonna say Jose. Okay, Osaze. You're not even Osaze. trying. <laughs> you know, we said Osaze. it like four times. No. <laughs> and me and Sean both said it twice, so you could get it. Osaze. Go Os- Osaze. Osaze. And I, I yeah. honestly, I don't even know for sure. It just that's correct. Like, sounds more like Osaze to me. No, it's it's that's correct. All right, let's see what we got here. Ending voting. At Carlo, four to one. All right. Osaze online. So that brings the score to two one. He took that from Jack Carlo. So now it's two two going into round five. (laughs) All right. So we're going to start off with logic. Perfect. Here we go. I did it. I made it. I'm loved and I'm hated. From the bottom, now my neighborhood is gated. They say drink to your accomplishments, so every night I'm faded. Feel like every other day, me and somebody new related. You my sister, cousin, brother from the other side. The other side. I don't know who told you that. My mama. Was she f- like? Wake up, wake up, get your kick up, cut it out like it's cool. Take up all the streets with all these beats, like body beats. I'm not discreet. This is how I feel on the inside. Are you non-talent rapping? Mo- better run. All right, that was perfect. By logic, this is Josiah Williams through the darkness. 
If that's how y'all work, that's a portrait that I'll never pass down. I am a bright light here on God's earth in the midst of black clouds. And I got back up on the one, two, so you clearly can't count. And how does it feel? How does it feel? Thinking you can't be defeated. Yeah. And knowing the real king rose up, and now he's so heavenly seated. Yeah. And y'all know the truth, I'll never be quiet. I really can't keep it a secret. All of the courage inside of my body is there by the power of Jesus. And now I see why you attack us, cause you big man. That's what happens when your life person is this bad. All right, that was Josiah Williams through the darkness versus Logic's perfect. Who y'all going with? Man, um, I really wanted to give it to Josiah, and I think I still am. I just know that there was a little bit of difference on the mix. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and give it to him. I thought it was dope. So, yeah, I'll go uh, Josiah on that one. Yeah, the, the mix wasn't as good as Logic's, but the song was way better than Logic's. Logic's song sounded terrible. Um, so I got Josiah. I thought I thought his song sounded way better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like Josiah, but that Logic had me bouncing. It's trash. <laughs> Dang, Wait, did I did I vote or did I just give my opinion? Voted. You said Josiah, right? Oh, Josiah. Okay, good. I was gonna say. All right, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Logic, and right now it's three one because they online online on YouTube said Josiah toss up on mirror. What's that? What's what? What they do on um mirror? Toss up, toss up. Oh wow, okay, three one uh, for Josiah. So now it's. Three, two. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. Let's go. Let's start it off. We're going to start off with Big Sean. It's called Wolves. This is round six, people. Let's go. Young dogs, I tell you when the witnesses apart. They care about starving more than they do by the charge. Me, I can't break a commitment. Seen people f up the whole team because they couldn't play their position. Yeah, talking about they didn't mean it, but you know the road they was way with good intentions. I see myself on my nemesis. I contemplate and forgiveness. No. I think I lost all my innocence. Yeah. Hope my life depend on this. This ain't no simple sucker shit. Try and steal and you Whoa. get beat. That's what you mother f- get. Yeah. I feel safe for taking risks and I can't eat this on my own life. Put my back against the wall just to see how much I grow. Alright, that was Big Sean with Wolves. Is Mike Sarge? No go. Lose the dad, being fake is out of fashion. Just give me a play, I'm bringing the sauce, know that I'm smacking. And then it'll be, life is a blessing, raising our glasses. If they say the shot is money, then you know your boy is cashing. That's that cash is, cash is play. Fight another day, I'ma find a way. Grateful when we pray. All of these people, they doing that talking about. I'ma just keep on a walking, I'm doing this being a light in the dark. I'm bringing the change and lighting the spark. Well, something steady swerving me, like they never heard of me. Never had my back like I've been. Alright, that was Mike Sarge. No go. Big Sean Wolves. This is round six. Let's see. Let's go. That's All a right. no go. Easy. That's a no go. Easy. So you got uh, Mike Sarge, right? Yeah. Sean um, Dana. This one, this one probably would have been my toss. Um, but again, Big Sean, something's missing, man. Like I said, this in this line for line, like it's. No, I, I, I'm going to have to figure it out. But it's just not the same, Big Sean. I think I enjoy Mike's a little bit. All right. Got. Um, I'm going to toss it up. 
They were odd for me, man. Oh. Save your toss up for the last one. I did. Yo, Mike Sarge. Mike is Sarge on, on slide. Yes. Mike Sarge on mural. So this is the best song they've heard yep. all day. All right. So that makes it four to zero, Mike Sarge. And now it's the final score is four to two, Kingdom. Oh. Fireworks, everybody. No. I love it. I love it. Line for line showdown 41. I would say, man, this was one of the good line for lines, man. The artist stepped up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, wouldn't yeah. say nobody's slack. Nope. And anything like that, man. So shout out to all the artists that um presented on Line for Line Showdown. Mike Sarge does have an EP out called um Comeback Season. Yeah. EP. Go get that joint. It's really good. Um yeah. Josiah Williams has an album out. JB JB Kilder has a project out. Majority of these people have a project out as yeah. a single or EP. So go pick them up, support support their brand, man. And thank y'all for um, watching us staying over. We kind of did the over overflow with Line for Line. It was it's past the time, but thank y'all for um, um, doing it with us. So yeah, yeah. So give me some feedback. The people who are in Mural, what do y'all think about it? Somebody did say it was dope. Um, because honestly, even if y'all think it's dope, I still got to decide if it's worth all the stress of trying to play the music and. <laughs> do this mural i may need uh the only reason i would say for me the only reason i would say mural mural might not be the best idea is because people can vote twice mm. yeah it's that's good that's yeah. true it's i even if even if we don't use it for line for line there's other things i might use it for like a definitive or something like that you know what i mean yeah or poll yeah yeah or just a regular poll yeah so it's mm-hmm. just cool it's a tool we use during our meetings now and um i just think it's really useful um it is just to get people's feedback without having to ask they could just do it um i think it's a really cool concept and you can see each other moving around and we use yeah. it to actually drop in sticky notes and and what we feel about things and it's a really good way to to kind of see what each other thinks about stuff so yeah sean took us to school with this one boy i was like oh man this is like being back in college trying to learn a new class uh syllabus and app it was crazy it's like being on online school my master we'll we'll see we're just trying to because if if we keep growing um it's going to be hard to count votes the typical way so we're coming up with other ideas on how to do it so we appreciate y'all everybody who jumped in and did that that was awesome but yeah, man. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We love you guys. Make sure you spread the word about this show, the live show. We're really pushing the live show. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to get a lot of the clips out because um, we got a lot of stuff going on, like a ton of stuff going on. Somebody said it feels like an exam, Sean. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but uh, yeah, so we need we need um, we need you guys to help push this live show because this is where you get the whole show without having to worry about stuff getting pulled out of line for line and and all that kind of stuff that happens when I put the clips up, you got to watch it live to get the full experience. So tell everybody mm-hmm. that they like track stars at all. They like line for line. This is the best way to watch the show is live. All right. Anyway, let's get back into it. You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go.